What is going on? This is Rotation Episode 9, Mason Lieb alongside Jake Nissy. Jake, how you doing? I'm doing good. A little bit of a uh, rain delay, would we call it we're here? Gonna, we're going to call it a rain delay. Um, we're going to call it a rain delay. We're doing things a little bit differently this week. Uh, we had, today is Sunday, June 4th. Uh, summer is on the horizon, and we had a great interview scheduled for you guys. And uh, the subject of said interview is yet to arrive on Zoom, which is okay. Um, I'm not flustered, are you? Fear not. Fear no, not. No, fear not, because one of two things are going to happen. Either we're going to interview her, and, and she will be out uh, on episode nine of Rotation, or you're going to get to listen to Jake and I talk about all things life, music, and sports for the next few minutes, which may even be more of a treat for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm not, no disagreement there. Uh, so Jake, another day, another week, another episode, another dollar, what have you been listening to? So, you know, we've heard of Nepo Babies in pop, pop culture. Sure. New York Magazine did a great expose of course. on Nepo Babies across Let our Let me introduce you to perhaps the first Nepo Daddy. Whoa! Uh, Charlie and the, the, Demi- the Demilios? Not the Demilios. Who no. is it? <laughs> that was, I thought that was the original Nepo daddy. Who is it? He might be. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so Lana Del Rey's dad okay. has a, I'm gonna, I think his name is Ron Grant. Let me okay. Just, I'm, I'm checking that right now. But uh, he basically is putting out an album for the first ever time. It's like really, really nice piano songs. Okay. And and what's is this the man that taught Lana how to play music? Rob Grant. Sorry, not Ron Grant. Rob um, Grant. I don't think he works in music. Like, wh- I'm wondering, what is the appeal to listen to him other than the fact that he's Lana Del Rey's he's, dad? Because he's fucking good, honestly. He's fantastic. No, it's actually really good. I mean, to put out a daughter like that, I'd he imagine. Had, he has, you know, he, he managed to get her on his song obviously you know his connections there might have helped a little bit <laughs> but it's really he, good he knows a guy yeah he knows a, a guy girl. Um, a girl but uh yeah I, no he's it's actually really nice listen. just it's not really like lyrical other than the song they have together uh the album is going to be called lost at sea um and they have a feature or, or a single by the name the same name so lost at sea yeah okay so this is really appealing to me. Anyone that knows me knows that I speak uh, of my future um, and I see myself being a stay-at-home dad and that carries a certain connotation. But now that we're talking about another option to achieve a very similar goal, being a Nepo daddy, I think I might have a new goal. Yeah. Just create someone more famous and successful than you. Yeah. And, and coast. In fact, that is a goal. Another goal. I would love to make my dad a Nepo daddy if you're listening. Do it, Dan. yeah. You got you got time. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've been listening to Nepo Dad. Yeah, how about you? Music with their daughters. Um, we've got a great rotation premium sports music overlap. Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar, who I have talked about previously on this podcast, shot an unbelievably sick music video called Hillbillies. Put out a clip on Instagram. Um, we I know have different feelings about Baby Keem. He's an LA rapper. I'm an LA guy He's with Kendrick, who is the LA rapper. They're cousins, um, and they put out this track, um, rapping over a Bon Iver song, which you would not put those two genres together. But boy, do they make it work! And then the music videos, them out on the field at Dodger Stadium, my favorite place in the entire world. Shout out Chavez Ravine, um, and it's it's it is every bit of Los Angeles. 
I would maybe put those genres together just to go back to what you said because Kanye has worked with Bon Iver before. Yeah, and the, it's not. It's I don't not see crazy. it for Kendrick. I guess the the Baby Keem angle makes a little bit more yeah. sense because he sort of has a little bit more of a soulful uh, sound, especially when he's singing. But you're not a Keem fan. You know, I'm not. I'm not his biggest fan. I didn't love the last album. Some of his rapping, I just don't. By the way, d- now that I think about it, yeah. Baby Keem's a nepo cousin. Yeah, no shit. Baby Keem is a Nepo cousin. I mean, all yeah, right, we're listening to Nepo, but Nepo dad, but they've made the podcast. We're listening to Nepo daddies and Nepo cousins. Those are who we're listening to. Yeah, I guess so. Just be affiliated um, to someone famous is the is the ground rule here. It's, it's it helps. Mm-hmm. It definitely helps. But um, uh, yeah. Well, otherwise, in the world of sports, we're approaching Game Two of the NBA Finals. Um, it's looking like the Nuggets are just going to steamroll this thing. What do you think? Yeah, I think. Uh, you know, I, I just keep sort of hedging with, with every round that we get further with the Heat. Like, you know, surely this is going to be the time they get found out, and I, I keep looking bad. Um, you know, I, I didn't think that this would be a blowout of a series. Mm-hmm. You know, I still I still think, I don't really understand it, but I still think the Heat will put some up somewhat of a fight up for for reasons that I can't really. Jimmy's explain. got that dog. That's the only reason he needs. Yeah, I mean, I just saw a stat though. He's not. I mean, he's really not played well like the last nine games. Yeah, it, his his numbers have kind of fallen off a cliff. Um, so I do think the Nuggets will will win this series though in five or six. I, I said six. Mm-hmm. Um, just when I kind of made a prediction uh, in an article that I wrote this week. But uh, plug yourself. What's yeah. titled? It's just a it was just a preview article. Okay, but uh, yeah, I think they'll win the series, and um, you know that you know it's we live in a very kind of ring culture where you know it's like ring or no ring. I mean, for Miami to even get here, it's a special thing. It is a special thing, and that might that might not might not be the town where that sort of run even goes appreciated that much because. Yeah. You know, Miami does have a culture of winning and mm-hmm. has a recent history of winning. It's not mm-hmm. like we're talking about this is the whole the, the Jazz making the finals or something, but it's it's an impressive run. Where do you stand on on the? I, I feel like the metric of rings it's weighted in every sport, but in basketball, the ring is weighted so heavily to a point like it's a little bit beyond common sense as to like what why winning a ring is so important in basketball. Like, you know, you look at a, like Damian Lillard, who, you know, skill-wise and talent playing the game and excitement to watch is unarguably one of the greatest players in the league. I don't think if you were to ask 100 basketball fans to rank the top five most skilled players in the league, they'd put Dame in that list. And it's obviously because he hasn't come close to a ring. Yeah, I mean, there's recency bias, too. I mean, I think when he's, if and when he's back in the postseason and he is doing what we know he can do. You know, he goes he goes up those lists. When Kawhi was, you know, carrying the Raptors, yeah. he might have been the best player in the world at that point, yeah. even if it was just for a year. He yeah. was that good. The, the NBA uh, fandom functions as, as a whole like a five-year-old boy. Um, what have you done for me today? What, what new toy is there to play with? It's sick. It's yeah. disgusting. Um, I, I do think what you said about rings gets to an interesting point, though, which is that I actually do think NBA fans have the the knowledge and the ability to assess like difficulty of rings. Mm-hmm. And as much as we make it like ring or no ring, I don't think fans are, are too stupid to be like, you know, KD's two rings with the Warriors are not the same as... 
Giannis dragging the Bucks there. Yeah, you think there's nuance in the, in the assessment. Yeah, I think NBA fans are capable of nuance. Yeah. And like I've seen, I've seen an argument recently. This is crazy to think about, and the more I think about it, I honestly think it's kind of true. If Jokic gets a ring here, I think he has a better resume historic, like career wise, than KD already. Yeah. I, I well, I mean, he, he you he, look at numbers; it's not even a question. But but then you you know, I in mean, terms it's, of achievements, I think. I mean, look, KD will retire with at least two rings, but we're we, trying to make headlines here, and I get it. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone will um, aggregate this, but uh, we just, but we we know that we know that those rings are not they're, they're not all equal. I just you join the greatest team of all time, totally. objectively the greatest team of all time, and on top of that, you put one of the greatest scorers ever. But they were never kind of not winning. There. On the topic of like nuance, and like you're saying, clearly we, we can see that NBA fans are capable of nuance in the way they, they discuss um, sort of the different levels of like ring attainment. And to bring this back to like rotation, you know, there's obviously people assess music and like uh, hip hop rappers and 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 uh, basketball players are always brought up in like similar conversations. They yeah. occupy a very similar part of our culture. The idea of like winning in music is not even a thing, which is funny because there are awards that are given to winners in music. No one cares. I actually, I actually think it's almost there, there's almost an idea of like being anti the awards now, like right. fuck, fuck being mainstream, right. which is so funny that 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 discourse does not apply to sports. We apply it only to, but obviously, you know, one is an art and one is an athletic accomplishment. But but there, the two things are discussed so similarly in every other aspect. Yeah. No, I mean like the weekend yeah. after hours. I thought was an amazing album that didn't even get a Grammy nom. Yeah, and he was like, "How?" I mean, he was like, "How the fuck did this not right. get nominated?" Jake and I are looking at each other in the same room on Zoom. It's it's a it's lit in there. <laughs> it's <laughs> bleak, bustling. <laughs> it's bleak. I guess you know you haven't made it as a pod until you get a. You know we've gotten we've gotten the rejection emails. We've gotten try us later in the season. We've got yes. We've got. Let us see your numbers. Oh, let us see your numbers. Nah. We don't... Uh, I, I always say, company policy, we don't give out analytics. Thanks, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is... Uh, unfortunately, this is a new one for us a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is. We're, we're hoping that if you if you see this or if you hear this part that, you know... Or, or we really hope that this part doesn't even come out, to be quite... To be, it Quite might, frank, though. it might, because uh, <laughs> we're not going to include this if, if we end up talking to this person. But yeah. um, um, with that, though... Uh, one last note, rotation listeners, we see you. We see you're listening. We want to hear from you. If you listen to our episodes every week, who do you want to listen to? What do you want to hear about? What do you want to hear more of, and what do you want to hear less of? Please hit us on social, DM us. The DMs are open. Um We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to we, the support on social is always appreciated. Sharing, share with your friends, your family. Um, we're 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 loving doing this, and we're loving that you're loving it. Yeah, yeah. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. We uh we we value that definitely, especially at this stage. We've only done nine episodes now, so you know we know this thing is a uh, is a, a work in progress to an extent. And very last thing, if you've stuck around for this long. Do we have a new Mr. Throwback code? We'll think of one right now. Okay. For the Mr. new Th- Mr. Throwback code is... Nicola. 
Nicola, N-I-K-O-L-A. That is Nicola. We're going to talk to our guys over at Mr. Throwback. Make sure you get that 10% off with the Mr. Throwback code Nicola, N-I-K-O-L-A. I was going to say Nepo Daddy. That's a bit wordy, but and Nicole also, is not that easy. Our guys at Mr. Throwback would be like, what? <laughs> yeah, that would be, that, might, that might end the arrangement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, head over to uh, their website, mrthrowback.com, or their location on East 9th Street. Go get yourself some retro sports drip. Great stuff there. Thanks for listening again, and uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. See you soon.